What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking our top five must-own running backs. These are the guys that right now are going outside of the first round in drafts, but in reality have league-winning upside, all have the potential to finish as RB1s on the season. So make sure to tune in. If you guys enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe. Let us hear it in the comment section. Do you agree? disagree who else would you put on this list and lastly check us out online at alldaypigskin.com and while you're there get yourself a copy of the 2021 ADP fantasy football draft guide which has everything you could want at a great value details in the description but with that being said let's get right into it and here you can see we've got our list of running backs pulled up on the season across several different platforms in terms of their ADP. And like I mentioned, we're not going to focus on like the top five, top six guys. We start off with one of my favorites in Austin Eckler of the LA Chargers, currently ranked as the RB9 per these ADPs. And where do I even begin with Austin Eckler? To me, I keep saying this, he is a discount version of Christian McCaffrey and or Alvin Kamara. Austin Eckler can do everything that McCaffrey and Kamara can do, and you can get him in the second round. Again, this is based on PPR scoring, so I just do want to quickly mention that. And for that reason, Eckler is a guy that I would have no problem with being my RB1. In fact, I've done numerous of these videos, numerous mock drafts, where I select Austin Eckler as early as like the fifth pick in the first round. And honestly, I'd select him even earlier because after guys like Chris McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, I'd have Austin Eckler as my next guy. Because think about it this way. Last season when he was healthy, and yes, you know, he did have some injury concerns, but I mean, hell, so did Christian McCaffrey, and he's being drafted as the number one overall running back here. Again, no questions asked. Austin Eckler was putting up, you know, RB1, no doubt type of numbers. He was getting the targets. He was getting the carries. He was getting the opportunities. He was getting the receiving yards. He was getting the rushing yards. And he was in a high scoring offense with a high octane quarterback and Justin Herbert, who always looked to Austin Eckler. And that's the beauty of this entire thing. During this offseason, the Chargers invested in this offense in Justin Herbert in the offensive line which is again I continue to say one of the most improved offensive lines in the NFL will not only help Herbert will help this entire rushing attack namely Austin Eckler and in PPR scoring Eckler is such a safe play because he has an extremely extremely high floor the guy is going to get like almost at a minimum 10 targets per game that is so so valuable in PPR scoring And honestly, I don't see a scenario where as long as he's healthy, he doesn't get at a minimum like 10, 15 plus fantasy points a week because those receptions are going to pile up. He's going to get between like 30 to 40 yards and then he's going to be utilized in the red zone. He's going to get, you know, again, around 50 yards rushing at a minimum. He's going to be heavily involved. Other than Keenan Allen, he is the most trusted weapon on this team. And honestly, he might be right there with Keenan Allen. And the fact that you're getting this type of player, a guy that, in my opinion, should be drafted top five in the early second round, maybe even mid second round, is an absolute steal. And for that reason, he headlines this list of top must own running backs. 
But enough on Austin Eckler. Let's quickly move on to Antonio Gibson, who's a guy that I've really been coming around in terms of because, you know, you see Austin Eckler as a discount version of McCaffrey of Alvin Kamara. I kind of see Antonio Gibson as a discount version of Austin Eckler. Now, to be fair, his ADP isn't that much more different than Eckler's, maybe like a pick or two. But with Antonio Gibson, he's a guy that last season, you know, Ron Rivera compared to Christian McCaffrey. And a lot of people kind of jokingly just brush that aside. But as the season progressed and as Gibson became pretty much the only running back for Washington, well, he took on that Christian McCaffrey role and he excelled in it. You know, before getting injured, he was putting up sensational numbers. And Washington, even if they do have a quarterback change, go from Ryan Fitzpatrick to somebody else, well, Antonio Gibson shouldn't be all that much affected by it. Now, yes, J.D. McKissick had a huge role in this offense last season in terms of that pass-catching running back, but Washington has gone on record as to say that they want to get Gibson more involved in that role. And it checks out because, you know, if those Christian McCaffrey comparisons hold true, well, Antonio Gibson needs to become more involved as a pass catcher. I mean, hell, he was a wide receiver in college, so we know he can excel in that category regardless. Washington wants to get the most out of him while they still can. He is a dual threat running back behind a pretty solid offensive line with a ton of weapons. So opposing defenses won't just be able to, you know, stack the box against this team or just focus on shutting down the passing attack. Gibson will have a lot of opportunities. The beauty of it, Washington also has a pretty stout defense. So that will naturally translate into a lot of opportunities for this rushing attack and for the offense in general. On top of this, the last point I want to make with Antonio Gibson, if there is a quarterback change, you know what that best friend for that new quarterback is? A healthy rushing attack. And Antonio Gibson will absolutely head that rushing department. I think he's a guy that will probably be knocking on the door of a thousand yards rushing, but he's really going to surprise some people in terms of his pass catching abilities. And again, I think he's someone similar to an Austin Eckler that if you can get in the middle of the second round, okay, he's not a household name. He's not, you know, as sexy as an Alvin Kamara, as a Saquon Barkley, as an Ezekiel Elliott. But he's a guy that was tremendously impressive in his rookie season. And right now, all signs point towards Washington wanting to invest even more in him as a big-time player on this offense. I love the upside here. And considering the cost of a second-round selection, I would absolutely be going all-in on Antonio Gibson. But continuing on now to our third running back on this list, we move down to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And CH is a guy that I, again, absolutely love. And I was singing his praises early on, you know, this offseason as someone that is going to be in for a huge bounce back season. And look, he was being drafted like in the fourth round a couple of months ago. Now people are starting to come around and he's a late second round selection, an early third round selection. Clyde Edwards-Alaire belongs in the middle of the second round. Like if you drafted him at that point in time, don't think of it as a reach. You know, yes, last season he was no doubt about it disappointing. But if you go into it, why was he disappointing? Well, obviously, you know, he didn't convert some touchdown opportunities. Okay, that's something that can be corrected. But also, let's not forget the Le'Veon Bell factor, because when you look at the 
carries per game volume-wise before Le'Veon Bell arrived to Kansas City and afterwards, they are night and day for Clyde Edwards-Lair. Now with Le'Veon Bell gone, with Damian Williams gone, Clyde Edwards-Lair is the most complete running back on this team. The Kansas City Chiefs have revamped that offensive line. And on top of that, CH is a very dual threat running back. He's a guy that's excels as a pass catcher and is also going to, you know, again, be knocking on the door of a thousand yards rushing. He is the primary running back. He's going to be that three down back for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what they envisioned from him, you know, last year when they made him the first running back selected in the NFL draft. You know, CEH will be a guy that will be the workhorse. Andy Reid has a history of you know, utilizing his running backs that way. Maybe last season, Le'Veon Bell was a little bit tempting. They wanted to see what they had in him, but it quickly became apparent that he wasn't the guy. Clyde Orders Lair also got a little bit nicked up. So, you know, to me, to some extent, that first rookie season, it doesn't paint that big time, long-term picture for CH because yes, you drafted him as a top five, top six, top seven type of talent last year in the first round. And you were sorely burnt. I understand that. But don't let that recency bias get in the way of what could be a huge bounce back season. Now the fact that you can get him at a discount on one of the most prolific offenses in the NFL with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. That's absolutely amazing. That is something that you want to buy stock in when looking at offenses you want to invest in in terms of fantasy football, the Kansas City Chiefs have to be at the top or if not the top of that list. Clyde Edwards-Alaire right now, you can get him in the third round, even in the end of the second round. That is a huge, huge value. I truly believe that the CEH that we're going to see this season, it'll just be a year delayed from what we were hoping to see in 2020. For that reason, I'm all in on CEH again in 2021. Now, moving on down, we get to DeAndre Swift here as our number four running back. And DeAndre Swift is probably going to be the most controversial name on this list purely because of, again, he's probably more a PPR suited type of running back compared to all the guys that we've mentioned right now. And there's also obviously rumors in Detroit that how involved will Jamal Williams be? The new number two running back on that team. Is it going to be a hot hand type of approach, maybe a running back by committee, a 50-50 type of split. Will Jamal Williams really get all that volume that is, you know, being talked about? To some extent, obviously those are concerns, but also when it comes to DeAndre Swift, the thing I want to mention right now, his ADP, you know, he's being talked about as the 15th overall running back here on these ADP lists. That's not really all that indicative of the case right now because Right now, DeAndre Swift is going in the third round. Sometimes I've even seen him drop to the beginning of the fourth round of drafts. And at that point in time, it just becomes a great value pick. I think in PPR scoring, yes, standard scoring, it's a little bit of a different conversation. But since this is PPR based, DeAndre Swift has a relatively safe floor because he's going to get the targets. Maybe the rushing yards aren't going to be there. Maybe the three down roll isn't going to be there as the running back, but he's going to get opportunities. The way I see it right now for the Detroit Lions, TJ Hawkinson is the guy. That's why I'm investing so much in him at the tight end position. But after TJ Hawkinson, there's really no wide receiver that jumps out at you. But 
DeAndre Swift is kind of that next guy, similar to an Austin Eckler. After Keenan Allen, it's Austin Eckler. Well, after TJ Hawkinson, it's DeAndre Swift. Jared Goff can get the ball to these players. Don't let that narrative fool you. He made guys like, you know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, even Todd Gurley, when Todd Gurley had his huge seasons, he was getting the ball to him as a solid pass catching running back. I truly believe he can do that for DeAndre Swift. And something that people are not talking about enough, the Detroit Lions did an excellent job of upgrading the offensive line. I mean, hell, they got the number one offensive line in the 2021 NFL draft in Panay Sewell. Uh, that's alone is going to have a huge impact on this offense. And even in scenarios where the Detroit Lions get down in terms of the score, which will happen naturally, the great thing about DeAndre Swift is he has that pass catching ability. So he's not going to be off the field. He's still going to get those opportunities in terms of dink and dump passes. And again, I think he's going to be a volume monster, monster in terms of pass catching ability for that reason. I think people right now, Yes, he's a little bit scary, and I admit that there is more risk with him compared to all the other guys we've mentioned, but the upside is also truly there, and when it comes to a late third round selection, even a fourth round selection, I would absolutely pay that price for DeAndre Swift, who you'd essentially be getting as your RB2, but having RB1 upside. And then finally, we get to Chris Carson on this list, who I feel like we mention every single video, but for good reason, because Chris Carson is undervalued year after year after year, and 2021 is absolutely no different. Chris Carson, I currently have him as a top 10 running back in my rankings. I had that a month ago. I had that two months ago. Again, PPR-based, he's an underrated running back because he's going to get around 35 to 50 catches on the season. He might not be the best, you know, pass catching running back compared to the guys that we've mentioned, but he's going to get the opportunities because he's the most versatile running back Seattle has. And on top of that, Seattle wants to run the football. As much as we all want to see Russell Wilson cook, Pete Carroll has a different mentality in mind. You know, he wants to get the rushing attack going. And Chris Carson is going to be the main beneficiary of that. You know, in standard leagues, he's also sensational because he's one of those guys that's easily, you know, when healthy, he's going to get you over a thousand yards rushing. You know, the biggest knock on him is he misses time from uh, here and there. So a guy like Rashad Penny, his name will get brought up. But I mean, he's probably the most injury prone uh, running back in the NFL. And on top of that, when you pile when you combine that with him being a backup, it's a bad combination. So I'm not worried about Chris Carson's snaps at all. He's going to get utilized heavily in the red zone. You know, Russell Wilson does have the rushing ability, but that's not how Seattle wants to utilize him. So again, for all those reasons, we know that the Seattle Seahawks go on these tears where they're super hot and they're extremely high scoring. The offense looks like one of the best in the NFL and they kind of get cold. But you know what the best thing about that you know, streak is, even when they're cold, even when Russell Wilson is struggling, some of those wide receivers are struggling, the rushing attack is still going to be a feature on this team. And that means Chris Carson is still going to be a name that you have to pay attention to. Right now, 
unfortunately, I would say that people are very much so coming along to this fact, and it happens every single season. That's why I want to highlight it right now at this point in time before you know Chris Carson is being drafted as a second round running back, which I would be, again, perfectly fine with. And I've even seen in some recent mock drafts, but more often than not, Chris Carson, you're going to see him go in the middle to the end of the third round. If you can get him at that point in time for and even later, for God's sakes, that is an absolute steal. The guy has RB1 upside. Like when he's on the field, he's a relatively safe player. He's going to get you, you know, at a minimum, I would say 10 points. And then you factor in the touchdowns, you factor in some of that pass catching ability. And I really like those numbers. To me, those translate to RB1 numbers, top 12 RB1 numbers, in fact. And for that reason, Chris Carson rounds out this list of top five must-own running backs. But with that being said, we conclude this breakdown of these absolutely league-winning running backs that are must-own. And again, let us hear it in the comment section. Do you agree, disagree? Uh, What other running backs would you put on this list? And As always, if you enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe, and lastly, check us out online at alldaypigskin.com. While you're there, get yourself a copy of the 2021 ADP Fantasy Football Draft Guide. Everything you can want at a great value. Details in the description. But in the meantime, we'll see you guys in future videos.